Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez. And I'm Jared Schmansky. How's it going, Jared? You're on week two. Week two. Right? Yep. It's going to be two weeks this weekend. I'm still tired. <laughs> oh, man. I was, so, I, obviously, uh, we just... So, we're recording this the day after uh, the episode was, was released. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I listened to it yesterday with, with Katie and... Boy, do I sound tired. I I did not realize <laughs> when we were going through it, but you, I'm like rambling at parts. I can't form sentences. I can't put thoughts together. And I say, um, a lot. And I'm like, man, I, I sound like I had four hours of sleep in the last two days. But it's good. It's hey, good. It, good. It happens. You know, everybody gets a little sleepy sometimes. Yeah, especially, um, especially the way, the way my kiddo sleeps and your kiddo sleeps. <laughs> oh, man. They're, She's so bad at it. Um, when I was listening to it and editing it, I was like listening to you talk about the whole situation. I was like, swoon, you know, my heart <laughs> fluttered. I was, I'll have the next baby. Okay. All right. Deal. <laughs> I uh, I do have to correct uh, something on, on last episode. So Katie got mad at me because I, I made a joke that I was making notes while she was screaming. She would like to point out she mm. did. She actually didn't scream. Uh, throughout the whole labor process i i know that's kind of crazy to think about but she didn't scream the whole time she wanted me to make sure everyone knew that but she did throw up from the pain and um and mcdonald's was a terrible last meal choice for us to have but it uh but she didn't scream she's a champion great uh that's really good. I'm glad that she corrected you. I yeah, hope she, when she was listening, she gave you a look and was just like, no, 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 no. She was mad at me. She was mad. She was like, I didn't scream. You told everybody that I, I screamed during labor and I didn't. She must be really proud of that, of that fact. So. so I had to give her her props. <laughs> good. I mean, she, she did it. It was, it was a hard, it was, uh, there was a lot that happened. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> and, uh, just as like a real quick housekeeping, what was her reaction to all that? I mean, after she went through it and now listening to you tell it. Well, obviously she didn't think I did a very good job. I think uh, mm-hmm. this is why we need to have the wives on to do a, a one a wives podcast because I think they they uh, listen to us talking. And they're like, you guys don't know anything. So, um, right. I th- she. But listening back, I think it it really just uh it made her think about like everything we went through and all that stuff, because, you know, you're so wrapped up in the moment of, and especially for Katie, who just literally gave birth to a human child, like not, you know, you're just so wrapped up in it and all blends together. And then like recanting the experience was pretty emotional. I, I, for both of us, you know, we talked about last week when talking about it, I was, I was like sweaty talking about it cause I was stressful. And then listening to it again, when we, when I re-listened to it with Katie, I got a little bit stressed out again, just the third time around, just listening to it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, still can't believe it happened. You know, it's, it's pretty traumatizing. I'll be honest. Yeah. It's, uh, it's quite an experience and you had a different experience than I did, but, uh, I think we've got some good feedback from, from the episode last week. I think it really connected with some people. Mm-hmm. I know Kayla messaged me after she listened to it and said that like, you were so sweet and she loved hearing you just talk about everything like how how patient you were and excited and how nervous but how sweet you were and then kevin said how stressed out it was Mm -hmm. our buddy kevin yeah (laughs) man Um, i i'm glad that other people noticed how stressful it was because it makes me realize i'm i was not the only one stressed out about the whole thing so it was yeah 
Yeah, and then uh, one of my cousins wrote that she listened to it on the way to work, and and it made her cry because it was just so such an emotional experience to to re-listen to that. So, I mean, I thank you for sharing that. I think you yeah, know, of it's a personal moment, but but it's something that doesn't get talked about much. Yeah, no, it's definitely it was a lot more personal. And I think in the moment, and maybe it was the four hours of sleep, but I didn't realize, like, you know, talking through it, how how deep um, it got. But then when I listened back to it, I was like, man, that, that you know, it's a really personal moment for both Katie and I. It really um, dug deep in there. And I, I'm glad that we got to that point because I think you're right. It is super important to talk about. I think it was, uh, there's a lot of things that are, that have happened to us. And I feel like people hearing that are like, oh, man. You know, I went through that similar experience or I would have never thought that that experience existed. And I think those are good things to good things to bring up and talk about. So overall, I, I mean, again, I thought I thought that was our best episode so far. So if I do um, toot my own horn. So, <laughs> oh, toot away. <laughs> I mean, really led that episode. It was great. Um, before we go into our first segment, I want to ask you. Uh, sports are starting tonight. Yes, it is the first football game of the season tonight first nfl game of the season tonight um i'm hyped the kansas kansas city chiefs play the uh houston texans so you know katie and i lived in kansas city for a while we're uh there's a soft spot soft spot in our hearts for uh for the chiefs so after uh i'm just for you know transparency's sake i made joe record this podcast early with me so i would uh make kickoff (laughs) he did because I don't care about sports. So, no. Uh I I'm sure that's exciting for you. Um Hey, if we were doing the back. podcast when when Hamilton hit Disney Plus, we could have talked about that for you. <laughs> you would have loved that. Oh man. Oh, it would have been great. We should have a Hamilton episode just because. You're going to hate me. Um, I still haven't watched it yet. Oh, you son of a bitch. I it's know. So good. I need to I need um, to and Katie and I almost did the other day um when Ben was asleep. We were like, "Oh, hey, this is a perfect time. Let's boot it up and watch it." Um and then we didn't, and I have it's, no excuse for it. We just didn't. Yeah, it's like a three-hour commitment, though. That is tough. I mean, I've now found that a three-hour commitment is very, very valuable uh, with the amount yeah. of time, <laughs> because a three-hour commitment could be a full nap, and uh, mm-hmm. that's the time where I can actually get things done when he's asleep. So, yeah. Um. So with the sports, are they doing anything different with NFL? Like I know baseball mm. pushed to 60 games yeah so like that so it's going to be a full season um they're doing all all 16 games nobody's doing that but most stadiums are either having no fans or reduced fans like so this game's in kansas city tonight and uh it's like under 20 percent capacity they're only having like fifteen thousand people in the stadium and they're spreading oh, everybody man. out and you know putting them like every six seats or something like that. And it's an outdoor stadium. So that helps a little bit too. Like the, you know, the air circulating and it's moving and stuff like that. Um, and they're yeah. not, they're not seating anybody. I think like 20 rows from the field. So they can't get mm-hmm. close to the players. And actually it's crazy. The players have to get tested every three days, every three days they have to get tested. And there was this huge problem. Um, I've maybe, must've been like three weeks ago. There was a huge problem where like there were 1700 tests that came back positive in one day, um, all linked oh, okay. to this one laboratory. 
and it turns out it was all false positives. None, none of those people had coronavirus. So it was 1,700 tests on, on that the NFL like got sent back, and they're like, oh, all these people are positive, like coaches, players, front office staff. All these people are positive. They're like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? And then like less than 24 hours later, like, oh, no, actually none of them are positive. It's all this lab just screwed up the testing. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That yeah. Is, that is absolutely nuts. So it'll be weird. I, uh, it'll be it'll be really weird to watch football without without fans or like very little fans, right? I uh mm-hmm. I watched so back so they shut down sports in like March, right? Middle of March. And then soccer mm-hmm. was actually the first one to come back. Uh European soccer right. was the first one to come back. And mm-hmm. I watched that uh and they pipe in crowd noise. So mm. like when somebody scores a goal they'll pump in like fans cheering and stuff. And uh, the weird thing about soccer is it has like a steady roar. Like the whole time it doesn't, Mm -hmm. you can just hear the fans talking and cheering and stuff like that. Right. So they pipe all that in and that was super normal for me because I think soccer just has that ability of, Hey, you just put in a dull roar. And then when somebody scores, you just make it louder. Um, Mm -hmm. Now baseball did something different where they put in video game fans. So they animated fans and put them in the stands, but only on certain shots, right? Because you can't, that's not, you can't put that in every camera angle. That's just impossible. Right. So it was really right. weird. I, somebody hit a home run and you track the ball out in the stands and mm-hmm. they had like animated fans in the stands while the ball was going out of the, out of the field. But then as you zoomed in on him running the bases, they showed the stands behind him and they're all empty. And then it, and then oh. it popped back to like the big stadium view and it had animated fans and then zoomed in on the player and it's all empty. And that just ruined it. I didn't, I didn't like that at all. So that's weird. I, you know what? If, if you're going to have no fans, just have no fans. I, nobody's going right. to, people just want to watch sports. I don't really care about, about the people in the stands. Exactly. Go, go sports. That's going to move. That's, that's going to move some chains. Right, Joe? that'll that'll move them keep <laughs> keep her moving you, you know it. you got it you got it mm-hmm. first down hey nailed nailed it hey here's the hope <laughs> here's the hope right here to have that's the super it. bowl party at our house that is that's that the goal we need we need all this to start clearing up and everybody to get back to normal so that we can have our super bowl party at the house now that we have a basement and we're gonna have a sound system and a and a whole area down here for us to hang out and, and eat and drink so we mm-hmm. need we need all this to clear up so that we can have this super bowl party definitely because you know the lions are going to be in it this year so i say wouldn't that be something i mean couldn't like 2020 has done so much there was actually a, a wall street journal writer today that uh that put a, put an article out and was like hey 2020 is already weird as shit like why don't we just pick the lions to win the super bowl <laughs> uh, i agree i agree see- Detroit. Detroit. Uh, well, you want to get uh, into tool time? Let's get into it. We're going to uh, start doing different segments. So we're, this is our first segment uh, that we are going to introduce, and we'll do it periodically, and we're going to call it tool time, where yeah. we update you in all of our amazing uh, home improvement projects. <laughs> amazing in quotation marks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my beautiful pile of dirt. Yes. Uh, last Sunday, I took some of that dirt and I moved it. Hey, uh, <laughs> where'd you where'd you put it? So, um, consumers came several weeks ago, like maybe almost eight weeks ago, and dug up my front yard to replace my gas line. Okay. 
and they redid, you know, the dirt. They didn't put down grass seed until like two weeks ago. Right. Um, but they dug into my rock bed that's, you know, in between my house and my yard where we have our plants and stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. And they didn't replace any dirt there. They just pushed the rocks back. So there was a divot like this, mm. you know, like, like a V valley where you could see that there was missing dirt right in front of my gas meter um so i dug up the rocks that were sitting there it's like river stone rocks you sure know? um moved them all the way moved a bunch of dirt over there leveled it out angled it so that it ran away from the house and then put dirt over that and then um along my backyard fence we had larger rocks mm -hmm. that were um, at the base of it because it's an old fence and there were some holes. We didn't want Mia getting through it to our neighbor's yard. Yeah, I get um, that. So we, we had, we had random rocks all in our yard. Like we had a circle of stones circling the stump in my front yard. We had rocks underneath were the, my Were bed. they trying to summon demons? Is that, is that what they were doing? They, Fairies? They must have. It was crazy. It's just like good sized rocks, like maybe, you know, foot long, like big, heavy rocks. Um, so Kayla's been outlining those rock beds with the bigger rocks. So we have mm -hmm. a little bit of a border and, you know, grass guard, but you know, we were basically out of rock. So we started moving the ones from the fence over to this rock bed. So I moved all of those, I started mm -hmm. putting dirt along the fence line and, you know, level, raising up the dirt about eight inches or so and leveling it down, um, so that we now have dirt along the fence line so that Mia can't get under there. Nice. So, yeah. So a couple of wheelbarrows of that gone. Still have a lot left. That might be my project this weekend. Um, and then the bathroom. Yeah, I want to hear it. Uh, has been go It's been going great. Mirrors up. Lights are up. Wait, your uh, bathroom project's like actually up. been going great? It's like actually good? It's been, <laughs> it's been going awesome so far okay my wife um, my wife's well, not allowed to, the, my wife's not allowed to listen to this episode she'll think that other people actually have good <laughs> like people who do good jobs in their bathrooms mine wasn't as crazy as yours other than the uh the scoop of drywall that came out okay um i, I still need to put up like a toilet paper holder and one more uh, um like shelf not shelf it's more of like a uh a rack that has two hooks and a mirror on it and a small basket okay uh it's about two you know 18 inches long we can hang up on the wall we can hang towels up on it things like that. so i just got to put up like two more things but other than that it's it's been working well okay there hasn't been anything wrong with my bathroom hey that's all you can ask for right at the end of the day you just didn't break anything well, that's pretty good exactly what's going on with yours so on the flip side of that my bathroom is still going terribly um <laughs> so like i said we did not make the baby deadline we so we had last weekend uh my father-in-law came back over and we had to move the plumbing mm -hmm. around because the vanity we wanted to put in was bigger and that's the whole point we had more room um there and we wanted to put in a bigger vanity what we didn't realize mm -hmm. is when they built the bathroom my house isn't that old. It's like 20 years old, right? So that, that bathroom's 20 years old. It was built in. So they built the plumbing to fit that vanity. So when mm -hmm. we wanted to put in a bigger vanity, we had to move the plumbing around. Well, that was not mm -hmm. something we planned for. Uh, 
because the just the vanity didn't like didn't work the way we needed it to so my father-in-law came over again last saturday and we uh put a hole in the wall which was great lots of fun putting a putting a hole in the wall um then we had yeah. to move the water lines uh or yeah where where the water lines attached to we had to move those down so they went underneath the drawer in the vanity so they fit they still fit there then we had to move the drainage pvc pipe over like three or four inches so we had to cut off where it was move it over and then reattach like an elbow joint and then and then the the p-trap so actually all okay. that all that and then we had to put drywall up and repatch the wall we also had to take out the mirror because i don't know why people have these these in there but it was that mirror that you like open it up and it's a cabinet inside right it's not just a mirror it's like a yeah. cabinet in the wall so we uh we took that out and had to put up drywall there and then we put drywall back over where the new plumbing is. So I got to drywall for the first time this weekend, so that was, you know, exciting. I know how to do that now, which is pretty easy. That's cool. Yep, yep, yep. So I thought to myself, "All right, great. The plumbing's all in. All we got to do is put in the vanity and we'll be all set, right?" So we bring the vanity mm-hmm. in and uh well, the vanity's in, but the <laughs> plumbing is not aligned so when you put a drain in it's only a straight pipe down right so you put the drain in the hole and it's a straight pipe down well it doesn't go all the way down to the p-trap so i had to go get an extender Mm -hmm. so i went to lowe's and got an extender but i got the wrong Mm -hmm. size extender i got an inch and a half instead of an inch and a quarter which i needed so Uh. that was super frustrating what was more frustrating is i thought it didn't fit because the pipe was too long so with the extender now I thought, oh, well, I'm going to have to trim that, that drain pipe because it's now it's too long. Like, it, it wasn't long enough. Now mm-hmm. it's too long now that I have an extender. So I just went ahead and sawed it off because that's it. you're going to attach it anyway. So it, it didn't need to be pretty. So I just sawed it off. Well, and then right. I realized I, I had the wrong size. So I went and got the right size extender. And now the pipe's not long enough. <laughs> because my... Very smart self sawed off the pipe uh, to the drain. So then I had to order a new drain off the Amazon. Now I'm waiting for the <laughs> drain to come in. So the everything's attached except now I need to put the drain in so the drain can go in and I can attach it and we can finally have a working sink and the bathroom can be just finishing touches because I still have to put in. I still need to put in uh what's it called baseboards and I still need to finish painting a, a, along the ceiling. Oh uh, no. <sighs> i can't win i can't win i don't i like honestly by the time i had realized when i put the extender in because actually this like katie and i went up to to target and then we ran over to home depot to get the extender we brought ben out it was like our Mm -hmm. first like trip the three of us we went to the store to see how like he would do in the car and then do like when we walked around the store everything was fine Mm -hmm. everything was great and then i ran into home depot real quick and i was like okay we're we're gonna do this we're gonna reattach it it's gonna finally be done and then you know this is gonna be great and then by the time i got home and i attached it i was like of course I, I even said to Katie on the way home, I was like, I'm nervous that pipe's not going to be long enough now that I have a new extender. She goes, why? And I said, well, I had to saw it off because I thought like that was the problem. She goes, no, I don't think it'll be a problem. Narrator, it was a problem. Ugh, that sucks. So I can't do it. I, I So Saturday, the new drain comes in. And then when the new drain comes in, the vanity will be hooked up. Everything will be attached. 
I pray nothing leaks because I don't know if I can handle any more problem solving on that vanity. And then I can work on putting in baseboards and finishing the painting and then it'll be done. And then, and then I'm not yeah. touching it again. Oh my God. That's awful. Terrible. Just that terrible. Sucks. So what other uh, projects have you had going on? So next project. Lawn? Yeah. So next project is the lawn. So I mowed it last week and then we got more rain. It, it must be the rainy mm-hmm. season around us because we got more rain last week and now it's already out of control again. So actually I think I'm going to mow it tomorrow during the day. Um, nice. The pluses of working from home is I can just take like a hour break and go outside and mow, mow the lawn. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm going to do that. And then Saturday, uh, so our lawn is like 75% grass and then like 25% of this weedy ground cover. And it was worse before, okay. before we moved in. Cause the people before us just didn't care about the lawn. They just left it. But Katie and I have been like pulling mm-hmm. it up and I put down weed killer and fertilize and like grass fertilizer to try and like balance it out. Uh, so we've been putting down, we've been working on that all year and then uh, apparently it's like all weeds are like this, but they grow in the fall. Like this is their germination time. Um, mm. there, there's a good word for you. Germination time. Um, Great. So apparently they, they're, they just, they grow a lot in the fall. So you're supposed to kill it in the fall. So it doesn't keep growing. I, it makes mm-hmm. sense. I don't, I probably didn't explain that very well. And Katie's going to tell me I didn't do a good job tomorrow or next week when the episode comes out but uh so we're gonna try and spray weed killer all over that side of the yard because it basically takes up maybe about six feet um of yard in front of my literally from my shed to ben's window on the house Mm -hmm. is just all covered in like ground cover weeds so what we're gonna do is we're gonna spray that entire section with like super weed killer and just kill that mm. entire section of grass or uh, there's like not yeah. a lot of grass there. We're going to kill that entire section of lawn and then we're going to plant mm-hmm. grass seed in the spring and try and regrow grass nice. on it. So that'll be, that'll be this weekend's project because I also want to fertilize the rest of the yard before we start to get snow, because even though it's only September 10th, you know, it's, it's almost here. It's coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's coming. So I want to, I want to do the weed killer first and then I'll probably give it like two weeks for the weed killer to, get rained out and move away from the grass and not be not be in the dirt anymore and then i'm gonna do uh do like a fall fertilizer over the whole thing and try and winterize it as best i can gotcha that sounds exciting yeah i got big plans for the for the yard it's actually it's a pain in the ass because i feel like i put down weed killer and grass seed or grass fertilizer combo like scott's makes this Mm -hmm. uh this i don't Mr. Scott will never reveal his secrets, but he makes a, they make a fertilizer that doesn't kill the grass, but kills the weeds. Right. So I put that, yeah. I put that down in the spring and it worked really well. Like right when we first moved in, I put this fertilizer weed killer combo down and it worked really well. And mm-hmm. it killed like most of the weeds in the main part of the yard. And then we just, right. went, we just went for a walk after dinner and I looked on like the side yard there and it's starting to like the weeds getting really bad again. I'm like, I just figured you out like not two months ago. And here we are. Right. Ugh. They're so, awful. I hate my yard is weeds as well. It sucks. It's just a pain. It's just like, because I mean, and honestly you just don't, I don't want to say you don't know how to fix it, but every time I feel like I kill a big swatch of weeds, a whole big, mm-hmm. you know, a whole nother 
one comes back, I'm like, I just keep pushing the rock up the hill, right? Um, so are you back to work? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I came back to work on Tuesday. I technically could have taken Tuesday off, but um, the way my work works is there isn't really like a reporting your days off kind of thing. Um, your managers mm-hmm. just kind of keeps track of it. My boss is super flexible about, flexible about if I need to take time off or need to leave a little early or whatever. Uh, cause our work's mainly project based, not, uh, not hours based. So, mm-hmm. uh, I went back to work for a little bit on Tuesday, maybe a half day on Tuesday and then full time on, on Wednesday. Uh, and it's been, it's been interesting. So luckily working from home, uh, I can just, I have been working upstairs, right? So I have my laptop at the kitchen table. I can help feed. I can help change and, and get them down to sleep. But um, I think I was telling you, and we'll talk uh, a little bit about the, a little more about this, but he sleeps for like big stretches of time, but then he's awake for, for pretty big stretches of time too, like two hours, two and a half hours where he's a, awake. Uh, yeah. So it takes quite a bit of attention for, for him. And I, and then at the same time, mm-hmm. Katie wants to clean the house. And then she's also kind of working this week where she's answering emails and have, you know, has to be near her laptop and, and helping out and things like that. So, um, it's been, it's been an adjustment for sure. I don't, I think we will get better. Uh, so Katie goes, mm-hmm. has one more week of, of being around. So I, her work right now is really just helping the other kindergartner, t- kindergarten teachers. Um, because okay. obviously she's, she's not teaching yet they're just kind of getting everybody introduced to school and doing kindergarten teaching things um right so she's just kind of being around for support for the other kindergarten teachers and then she's going to take three Mm -hmm. weeks off after this week uh and i think once she does that once she takes her three weeks off i'll be able to get back and and get some actual like good work done and go back down to my my office area and, and work and crank out uh crank out some some projects so Hopefully, at least, hopefully nice. that comes. So what's been going on with his sleep? You said that he's been, like, sleeping more but awake more? Yeah, so right? it's it's nice. Um, and actually, the pediatrician brought this up when we were there, and she's like, hey, if he's sleeping for a long time, like, uh, actually, back up. I don't know if I told you this. They were worried when we left the hospital um, because he wasn't really eating. Uh, mm-hmm. And so we went to the pediatrician the next day, and she told us, hey, no big deal, but we're going to do a weight check on Friday. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we went on a Monday and then we went back on a Friday and he was seven pounds, 10 ounces when he was born and then seven mm-hmm. pounds flat on Monday, which is normal. They said they lose like water weight. Yeah. They lose all this stuff. Um, so he was seven pounds flat on Monday. And then she said, hey, bef- because it was a long weekend, it was Labor Day, all this stuff. She's like, we just want to make sure he's starting to put the weight back on before we go in the long weekend. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. so we went in and they weighed him and he was seven pounds, eight ounces. Oh, wow. They, I, I was like, oh, look, he's putting the weight back on because in my mind, I'm like, oh, half a pound. Like, I don't know what that means. Right. That's just half a pound. Well, yeah. apparently they only expect babies to put on like half an ounce a day. So they <laughs> were looking for like two to three ounces during the week. My man put on eight ounces in four days. My goodness. Boy is getting oh, big. Oh, boy. So he's going to be a big boy. Yeah, he is. Uh, so the doc was like, Hey, if he's sleeping, like, especially because his weight's great, like he's not, he's not in any danger here. If he's sleeping, let him sleep. 
like just feed him when he wants mm-hmm. to be fed right we're like okay cool easy you know she's like you don't have to wake him up every two hours especially like if it's the middle of the night don't set an alarm for two hours let him wake you up things like that it's like hey that's great mm-hmm. so we've we've gotten to this point where he will and this is not like a, a rule it's more of a a, a pattern uh because there mm-hmm. are times where he'll sleep one hour and 59 minutes and 30 seconds spend 30 seconds fussing and then be two on the two hour mark be ready for for foods right so um right but for the most part he's been taking like three hour to four hours four hours is a long time but i would say a, a roughly like a three hour sleep and then be awake for about an hour and a half two hours and be asleep for three hours and then wow so during the day that's really nice because when you get like three hours uninterrupted he's passed out in his rocker like katie's able Mm -hmm. to clean the house we i can get work done we can like get things together i use that time to work on the bathroom even though it was fruitless um (laughs) so like we're able to get stuff done which is great um now he's awake for like two hours so it's kind of a pain to try and keep him right entertained is probably the right word right Mm -hmm. to keep him from fussing because if he's bored or he'll just go into hey i want to eat more food because that's what babies do right right? they just eat um so we're trying to find ways to keep entertained and stuff like that but uh then he'll sleep for another three hours but then the last i would say two nights has been has been rough because he won't go to sleep fully so he'll close his Mm -hmm. eyes and he'll breathe like you know like when i how do I describe this? When he's like dead asleep, he'll take long, slow, deep breaths, right? And he'll be very asleep and you can move him around and you can, he'll be sleeping on my chest and I can put him in the bassinet and he won't even stir, right? He'll just lay down and be, be asleep still. Well, in the, mm-hmm. during the nights, the last couple of nights, he's just been breathing pretty quickly. Like he'll have his eyes closed, but he'll still be kind of making noises and like rumbling a little bit and cooing and things like that. And then as soon as right. you put him down, he cries. Mm. and it's like or yes. or he'll fuss and he'll be like you know make yeah. his little uh, 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 noises uh and it's been it's been tough it's been tough because if he's making noise you don't want to sleep or for me i don't want to sleep because i'm like oh man he's just gonna wake me up in 10 minutes when he starts to cry and mm-hmm. then there's no point in falling asleep so then i'm awake so I've, I've probably gotten like three and a half four hours both nights of the last two nights and it's been it's been rough Ooh, that sucks. Lots of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> How many cups are you up to a day? Uh, I I float around three, but the other problem is he like he'll wake up in the morning between like eight and ten ish, and that's my mm-hmm. coffee drinking time. But he's busy, so I'm like taking care of him, and then my coffee gets cold, and then I forget about it. And like I think we left like a quarter of the pot in there today because we just got so busy he didn't <laughs> fall asleep until like noon, and then we were like, oh, we forgot to right. drink coffee today. Well, yeah. hopefully, you know, he finds a rhythm. I think I think Cora was pretty fussy. Um, I mean, she was to the point where you would lay her down and she would either be down or she would be awake. Mm. Um, so it definitely has gotten rough. How's she sleep now? Um, pretty good? I know we talked a little yeah. bit about it last week. Yeah, I mean, she's okay. She's a terrible sleeper. Um, she'll wake up. Like her daily routine is like get up around six or seven um, and come into our bed. And then she'll usually sleep another hour or two till about eight. And then Kayla gets her on for daycare, takes her to daycare around 830. 
Uh, then I think she takes like one nap right before noon, probably somewhere between 10 to 12 ish. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be ready for lunch. And after that, if she's with home with us, like uh, during the weekend, we usually try to have her take a nap around two ish. Okay. I was going to ask, did um, she take like she- just one or two naps? Um, hopefully two. And then usually if they're really good, they'll be like hour and a half, two hour naps, okay. maybe an hour. Um, but with her, if she wakes up, she's up. Like if, mm. if you walk into her room and she is awake, she'll like flip her head up and like you and just roll like up to a sitting position and then just be up and ready uh. to go. So, um, there's that, um, fear or like, you know, concern like it, you can easily wake Cora up and she's awake. Like, yeah. After even like 15 minutes, she'll be awake. Um, so we have dinner like around 5 36 o'clock. She eats and then she'll either take another nap, which she's doing right now. Um, and then she'll probably wake up around nine and be up for hours, which sucks. Or Ooh. she'll stay awake, go to sleep around 8 30, 9 o'clock, maybe 9 30, and be down until. She might wake up around midnight just to fuss. Then you put a bink in her mouth and she'll go right back to sleep. Sure. But then like two, she's usually awake um, and ready for a little bit of a drink. Um, so she'll get up around two-ish, have a little bit of a bottle, go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then awake again about five thirty, six o'clock for the routine to start all over. Okay. How long, how long, like at two, how long does it take to give her a bottle? This last night I gave her like, I gave her her bottle. She drank it for like two minutes and then rolled over and was ready for her bink and ready to go back to sleep. Oh, that's not bad at all. Um, yeah, no, it's just a quick little fill up. And then sometimes though it can be 15, 20 minutes. Depending. True. Yeah. The hardest part has been like, uh, like just keeping awake because he'll, he'll fuss around and you're like half asleep, but he's still there. Like not quite asleep yet. Not mm-hmm. ready. And it's like, we also have to feed him low flow bottles because he's a little bit colicky. Mm-hmm. So it takes a little bit longer to feed him than normal. So, um, yeah, it's tough. Uh, what, um, what age did, uh, did Cora start like hitting milestones? Like when did she roll over for the first time? So she rolled over. I think it was during quarantine. Okay. Um, did you watch locking key on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Do you remember when that came out? I want to say it was March, like right when everything first started, okay. right? Like March, April time. Yes. Okay. So we were watching Lock and Key and she rolled over for the first time. Nice. And Lock and Key had just came out. That's a good memory to have. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so she was right around four months when she rolled over. Okay. That's pretty good. Um, and yeah. And, and you can tell when she was ready. And I think when all babies are ready, because she would start like really leaning over and trying to like get on her side. Mm, okay. Um, so what I would do was I would lay her on a blanket and pick her up in it. Sure. From either side and just like roll her back and forth like a bowling ball. <laughs> trying to clean off a bowling <laughs> ball. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that she got used to that feeling and that rhythm. Okay. Feel the rhythm, yeah, feel so the about- rhyme kind of thing. I get it. <laughs> exactly. So about four months is when she started rolling over. And it was cool because we were there. It wasn't at daycare. Nice. Because we were in quarantine. That was when she was with us full time. That's really nice. Yeah. What about crawling? Um, Is she crawling now? 
she is she's crawling all over the place she's about she's about to start walking oh wow um yeah she started crawling i would say probably around june um so that would have put her right around that was when three months ago Mm -hmm. so she would have been around seven months okay i think it was around june um it's either june or july that makes sense um so seven to eight months and she did the thing where she got on all like rocked back and forth and we're like oh it's happening yep um she went to daycare one day it had to have been july um maybe end of june but she went to daycare one day didn't crawl and when she came back she was crawling oh wow yeah and just kind of crawling all over the place and then it just happened like she just started going it just clicked like that and she was just into it yeah yeah and then a week after that she started pulling herself up nice so it was like yeah and now she's pulling herself up standing you know not holding things Mm -hmm. today she took a step and then went down oh wow um yeah but i mean it wasn't like a step step it was like she stood up moved her leg forward one step and then fell down and then went with it yeah yeah. But she's at least getting that thought of like, hey, I can move my feet. Yeah, yeah. So she's getting there. It'll be nice. soon. Soon she'll be walking. Nice. Um, well, yeah. we're at we're at just about 45 minutes. So you want to grab this listener question and then we'll get out of here? Let's do it. So uh, we have a question saying, what was it like finding out the gender of the baby, the gender of the baby, and how did your families react to the reveal? So how did you find yours out and what was your family's reaction? Yeah. So actually my whole family um, had bets. Actually, my family, Katie's family, we all thought it was going to be a girl. Everybody. Katie and I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be a girl. My mom and parent, my mom and dad thought it was going to be a girl. My Katie's parents thought it was going to be a girl. Katie's sister had boys already. Um, so everyone's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, now Kate, she had two boys. So everyone's like, oh, Katie's going to have the girls. It's going to be it's going to be what it's going to be. Um and I was, uh, I was actually pretty excited about that. I, you know, I kind of wanted to be a girl dad. Um, I thought that would be pretty cool, which I might still be one mm-hmm. day. Um, well, and Ben, if you're, if you're listening to this 10 years down the road, don't worry. I still love you. Um, <laughs> but I did, you know, I thought it'd be kind of cool to be a girl dad and all this stuff. So we went to the, uh, April 8th was the day we found out. And that was actually the last doctor's appointment I ever went to. Um, mm-hmm. it was the day we found out. So we all went in and, um, we were all like, Oh, it's going to be girls for sure. Going to be a girl. And we went through the whole thing. It's like an hour long appointment. Uh, and then right at the end, she's like, Oh yeah. Do you want to find out the sex? And we're like, yeah, that'd be great. And then she like scrolled over. She's like, Oh, there's a scrotum. And I was like, Oh, girls don't have that. And then, it, <laughs> and then it dawned on me. I was like, Oh yeah. And she's like, Oh, it's going to be a boy. And I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, and it was it was really mind blowing. Katie and I kind of looked at each other, and for I would say probably two hours, we kind of like disappointed is probably the closest feeling. You know, you never want to say like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm disappointed." It was it was a boy. It was close to disappointment. It's more like shock that we had talked ourselves into the fact that we were having a girl. So we were like, "Oh, it's gonna be a boy." What do we do? Mm-hmm. Then obviously right. that all faded, and you just go along with your life, and it's a boy, and he's great, and he's healthy, and all that stuff. So. Um, Mm -hmm. but everybody was shocked because everybody thought it was going to be a girl. Everyone was convinced that we were going to be girl parents. That was just going to be what it'll be. Uh, and we were going to be great. Uh, my mom was already looking at dresses and all this stuff and then it was a boy. So everyone was really shocked, but we're happy with it. Good. So what about you? How did everybody Um, react to yours? Yeah. 
so Kayla did a um, it was called a sneak peek. Uh, we talked about it real quick. Yep. Uh, one episode where she filled up a vial of blood and sent it out, and she was at um, right around ten eleven week. And what they do is they just send you an email saying it's a girl or it's a boy. Huh. Um, so Kayla got the email one day while I was at work, and she didn't click on it because as soon as you click it, it opens up and tells you. Mm, okay. Um, so, so we were sitting in the living room, and we had the computers open or our computer open, and I didn't mean to click it. Like the touchpad is just sensitive enough where I like tapped where it. Where it happened. And it opened, and it said it's a girl. And I was just like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, huh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was, I really, really wanted a boy. You know, I really wanted a boy. Um, I want to name a boy Jude. Like, I have this whole thing set up. It's funny that um, you wanted, you wanted a boy. I wanted a girl, and we got the opposites. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, we love Cora. Of course. uh, Of course. You know, we were, we were excited. Um, then I started thinking about all the first, like, you know, the daddy daughter dances and all that. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. So we're like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, we knew the sex and my family had no idea. Okay. So at East at Easter, um, the Mexican side of the family does these things called cascarones where you fill up empty eggshells, like actual eggshells. You just crack off the top of it when you're making eggs. Okay. And it leaves like a good 60 to 75% of the eggshell. Okay. You clean those out, you fill them up with confetti, and you dye, you dye them, fill them up with confetti, and then put crepe paper on the top of it, like as a cap. And then oh. on Easter, we we go and we cover our um, my grandparents' lawn. Uh, my grandparents have passed away, but the family still owns the house. Sure. Um, cover the lawn and yard with these eggs, and we have probably 200 dozen eggs. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Well, my dad was one of 18 kids. Oh, okay. So, wow. You know, everybody brings their eggs. So <clears throat> we filled ours up with pink confetti. Nice. And uh, I told my family, like, all right, Kayla, we're going to do it opposite. Kayla and I know what we're having, but you guys don't. So you guys can smash the eggs on us and you'll see what it is. Oh, yeah. That's what you do with the eggs. Smash them on each other. Oh, okay. Okay. I was wondering how yeah, that all. How it all yeah, worked yeah, yeah, out yeah. on the inside. You don't just leave them in the yard. I was like, <laughs> man, you just litter somebody's yard with eggs? What What, what kind yeah. of tradition is that? Yeah. No, you, you smash them on each other's heads. Um, it's supposed to be good luck, but it's a just fun time. Sure. So after the main eggs were done, we had our set aside. And we were like, all right, everybody, like grab some eggs. And it was my mom, my sisters, and my nieces. And they grabbed the eggs, and they smashed them on our heads. And the pink confetti w- like flew out. And nice. I just remember my niece my nieces be like, it's a girl and like freaking out and hugging us. And it was just exciting. That's awesome. What a very nice yeah. gender reveal and did not lead to a forest fire whatsoever. Oh <laughs> boy. I know it. Calif- California is rough. It's got, it's got problems, man. It's got problems. It Let's wrap this up. Yeah, for um, sure. Thank you all again so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Um, you can email us at, bigdadenergypod at gmail.com like I said last time we'd love to hear your questions mm-hmm. we'd love to get your suggestions um, DeRosia email me more than just hey if you're interested <laughs> DeRosia make it a question uh, it could be hey question make, mark but make it a question make it a question DeRosia come on you're better than that no he's not no he's not um, but uh, you can also find us at Big Dad Energy Pod on Twitter and Instagram 
and uh, you can find me at Joe S Lopez one one eight on Instagram and Twitter. What about you, Jer Bear? I uh, you can find me at Call Sign Goose eighty three on Twitter or at Shemansky ninety three. Excuse me, Shemansky ninety three, and I'll spell that. It's S Z Y M A N S K I nine three on Instagram. And if you guys don't mind, if you could leave uh like rate and review the podcast, that really helps us uh, just get a little bit uh, more discoverability in the podcasting space. So if you don't mind just kind of leaving a review and telling us how awesome or how terrible we are at this, uh, we'd really appreciate it. Um, again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoy it and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Have a great one, everybody. And remember, click your tongs twice before using them. <laughs>